Welcome to the Inventory Nation podcast, a show designed to bring you the incredible voices and stories of veterinary professionals coast to coast, all while helping you to manage and control your inventory. I'm your host, Nicole Clausen, coach, advisor, and champion for veterinary teams and their inventory. Joining you live from the mountains of Montana, welcome to the show. Hello, welcome back to the Inventory Nation podcast. I am so excited to be back with another episode. And this one is something I've wanted to record for a while. A lot of times, either in the Veterinary Inventory Management Group on Facebook or on the Veterinary Inventory Strategy Network, I will see a lot of questions about, you know, like, what do I ask for as an inventory manager? If I'm an inventory manager, Manager, should I, you know, increase my or ask for a raise? What does that look like? And so today I kind of wanted to share some of my thoughts as far as how do you actually quantify your worth as an inventory manager or kind of your return on investment or your impact that you have on the practice and how you can um, kind of utilize that when thinking about finding another role as an inventory manager, or maybe this is during you know, times of like salary or wage negotiations. So first and foremost, being an inventory manager, I cannot understate or overstate. No, I think it's overstate. Overstate how important your role is for the practice. Now, I know historically for a lot of years, inventory management has just kind of felt like, okay, this is something that no one wants to do. It's just like this thing that we have to do, you know, and it's just something that kind of gets pushed off or passed off to somebody who's willing to say yes to it. But I just want to remind you, and I'm sure like you know this as an inventory manager, but it it is so important. Your role is so valuable. Even if you are not caring for your caring for patients anymore, maybe you were on the floor and now you're not. Maybe you have just kind of your role has changed. As an inventory manager, your role is just so important and so valuable because you are kind of the foundation to make patient care happen, right? Without inventory, without equipment, you know, without hospital supplies, without syringes, needles, gauze, treatments, um, vaccines, in-house lab tests, like you name it, without that stuff, we can't care for our patients. And so I just wanted to remind you, like, yes, absolutely, every single role in the practice is important, right? They all work together like an ecosystem, right? Our veterinarians are important. Our veterinary assistants are important. Our um, kennel team is important. Our CSRs, our veterinary technicians, like everyone plays an important role in the practice. But I just wanted to remind you to remind you that you're not just quote unquote the order person. You're not quote unquote just like this person who's like in everyone's way trying to place an order. Like you are so much more than that. So how then do we think about how do I actually quantify my value? And so I think 
one of the things about being an inventory manager is there's a lot of numbers and data that is involved in that. And so when we think about, you know, what does what value do I bring to my practice and how does that um, play out? You know, if you consider that a $5 million practice is probably going to purchase close to, if not more, maybe less, a million dollars of inventory a year. If you are a $1 million practice, right, you're probably purchasing and managing the movement of $250,000 per year. And so, you know, it could be more, $500,000. And so to think, you know, as our role is to properly manage the movement of hundreds of thousands of dollars of inventory a year, that's huge, right? You know, it is your job to make sure that it is stocked properly, that we're not running out, that we're not losing money, that we don't have, um, you know, excessive waste, that we have things on hand when we need it. So like that is, you know, a huge role. You're essentially managing a business within a business. And so if you're thinking, um, you know, like, oh, I want to do more with inventory, or, you know, maybe you're looking for a change, just remember that your skills as an inventory manager, somebody who's familiar or confident with inventory, can translate into a lot of practices. You know, there's a lot of practices that are in need of a good inventory manager but also other industries. So every industry has inventory that they need to manage. So if you're like, you know what, I cannot, you know, my capacity for being in vet med is zero right now, and I need to make a change. Those skills that you have as an inventory manager can really um, translate into a lot of great opportunities for you. So just kind of like that aside. And so when you are thinking about, okay, I am entering into the salary negotiations or I'm asking for a raise, right? How do we kind of define that in a way? So maybe you have reduced your cost of goods. And so let's say that you reduced your inventory cost by 2%, right? 2% kind of doesn't, it seems like a small number, but when we put that in terms of dollars, that 2% can be huge. So let's say that you're at a $1.5 million practice and you reduce your inventory cost by 2%. That means that you saved your practice $30,000 a year. So putting it in terms of dollars can be very helpful. So let's say that you reduce your inventory cost by 5%. Let's say you're a $2 million practice that reduced them by 5%. That means that you are saving your practice $100,000 a year. So, you know, to ask for a raise after saving $100,000 a year, you know, that makes that conversation just a little bit easier. And so, but there's not only that, right? We can, of course, think about 
you know, you um, decrease in your inventory costs, but there's also other metrics, right? Did you um, reduce the amount of waste? Um, you, did you ruin reduce the amount of expired products. Think about it in terms of like how many times or like how many times are you not running out of something? How many times is something not um, expiring? Kind of think about before and after you started that role. You can also look at the value of your inventory on hand or kind of your carrying costs, like how much inventory are you stocking at a given time? And so maybe you reduce that. You know, if you reduce the amount that is kept on hand and maintain patient care, that means that you have freed up cash that was previously tied up in inventory to be able to be used in other areas for growing the practice. And so I think what's really cool is there's so many um, parts about inventory that involves data and numbers. So that also means that there's a lot of areas of opportunity for you to kind of quantify your the value that you bring to your practice. And so thinking about, okay, Maybe you used to, maybe when, you know, kind of pre your time, or maybe as you've kind of honed your skills of inventory management, you have decreased the amount of time it takes to manage inventory. Maybe you're ordering less often per week. Maybe you have trimmed the budget. So there's kind of, you can see all these different examples of how that you can kind of show and identify, okay, here's how I am concretely bringing value to this practice. And maybe if you're like, okay, I want to take it to the next level, right? You can say, okay, here's my plan, right? Here's how I want to take us to that next level for our inventory. And these are my goals, right? I think, I don't know, numbers and spreadsheets are just exciting to begin with. But I think, um, you know, shifting from, oh, I'm just the order person to, oh, hey, I actually manage the movement of $500,000 of inventory a year. I mean, that is like kind of some next level stuff. (laughs) So... (laughs) If you are kind of like upcoming on your, um, you know, review, maybe it's your, um, you know, wage negotiations, maybe you are wanting to take on a different role, I just invite you to kind of sit down and think about what are some ways that you have kind of improved your practice, whether that is you have reduced your inventory costs, maybe you've reduced how much you are carrying at any one time, maybe you've reorganized, and if you've organized, then likely you're also saving your practice a ton of time kind of looking for things and, you know, things have just gotten a lot more streamlined. Now, just quick side note, speaking of streamlined, um, 
If you have not joined us, I released a free mini course called Fall in Love with Your Inventory. It's a free five-day mini course. Super, super fun. I'd love for you to join us. You can go to www.loveyourinventory.com to get signed up for free and immediately get the first lesson. So, Kind of side note there, if you want to join us there, it's loveyourinventory.com. So, like I said, if you are thinking about, okay, this is how I want to kind of approach these wage negotiations, here is maybe I want to kind of look at a new role, and maybe you're working on your resume, really kind of look at the numbers and say, okay, what was the before and what was the after? How many hours did I save a week? How many dollars did I save in a month or in a year? How much did I trim the budget? How um, less frequently are we running out or have expired things? Um, did I get a lot back with rebates and promotions and just kind of navigating that in a good way? Was I able to mitigate a lot of back orders? So just kind of think about the before and after and use kind of those metrics and that data to say, to either add to your resume to say, okay, I managed the movement for $500,000 of purchases a year. Um, you know, here are the processes that I implemented. Here are the standard operating procedures that I did. Here was the result. And so you can kind of paint this very clear picture as far as the value that you bring to your practice as and kind of the return on investment for, you know, you as an employee. So those are just kind of some numbers and data that you can use to kind of help quantify your role. But I just, again, want to remind you just how like amazing and incredible you are. You're not just the order person. You have this amazing skill set that not a lot of people can do. You know, you have a love of spreadsheets. You want to learn, right? You're listening to this podcast right now. You want to learn, you want to do better. And so I think that, um, you know, just remembering that and celebrating yourself for how awesome you are, because, you know, not everyone can do what we do. So I hope that kind of helps um, you to kind of quantify your role to um, look at different things. And, you know, as always, if you have any questions or if there's anything I can help you out with, please don't hesitate to let me know. Don't forget, go to loveyourinventory.com to join us in the five, hello, words are hard, the five day free mini course. So I hope to see you there. Um, I hope you have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inventory Nation podcast and spending your time with me. I know your time is valuable and in short supply, so it truly is an honor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or leave a review. Be sure to visit vetlogic.co slash podcast to access the show notes and discover additional links and resources. See you next time.